The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Friday the 14th of December. In your Squiz today, a couple of policy announcements for your Friday. Theresa May survives as Prime Minister. The most Googled terms of 2018. And a $100 million wedding. This is your Squiz today. Ten more sleeps until Christmas, Claire, but that's not slowing up our Prime Minister. He's made a number of significant policy announcements this week. Let's start with the Commonwealth Integrity Commission. Let's start with the Commonwealth Integrity (laughs) Commission. What else would you want to do on a Friday morning? Woohoo! <laughs> yes, it's the season to clean off some barnacles. That's a regular feature of government. It gets to this sort of part of December, particularly in the year before an election, and there's a few things to deal with. So uh, yesterday, Scott Morrison and the Attorney General Christian Porter announced, uh, after quite a bit of pressure, uh, to uh, establish a Commonwealth Integrity Commission. Basically what that is is a, uh oversight of um, the Commonwealth Public Service of politicians and staff, possibly the judiciary, uh, also agencies like the tax office and those sort of regulators that also have a law enforcement function. So it's something that Labor has been campaigning very strongly on, uh, particularly in the last month. Scott Morrison was at pains yesterday to say, that the process that they put together to come to the sort of model that they've announced has taken 11 months, so they haven't bowed to pressure. It's something that they've been working on for a while. Rightio. And do they have the support of the Labor Party? Oh, no, no, they don't. (laughs) And really this comes down to the model. So uh, what Labor would like is the sort of body that can conduct hearings, um, sort of like if you're in New South Wales, ICAC or in Queensland, I think it's the the CCC. Um, That's the sort of model that they would like to really emulate and the one that Morrison has announced doesn't have that kind of function. So expect more on this in the new year. Indeed. There's also been an ongoing reference to this review into religious freedoms. It was commissioned by Malcolm Turnbull and led by former Attorney General Philip Ruddick. The government has said they've accepted most of the recommendations. In a nutshell, what is the government's position? So in a nutshell, what Morrison announced yesterday is that there would be a, a new Religious Discrimination Act it would recognise this balancing act between what he calls Australian values where you get to um, be yourself, you get to have your own identity and you get to practise your own religion uh, and that can be quite contradictory at times. So, yeah, it's a it's a stake to try and deal with that. There would also be a human rights commissioner that would oversee it. And they need the support of the crossbench to get that through. So it'll be another one that's tackled in the new year again. Indeed. Pope Francis has removed Australia's most senior Catholic, Cardinal George Pell, from his advisory group. It's been uh, something that has been on the cards for a little while, given uh, Cardinal George Pell has been in Australia for quite some time. You'd remember that he was brought home to face charges, historic child abuse charges, uh, and that issue has been ongoing for a while. So it was um, with great interest yesterday that people looked at this announcement from the Vatican that back in October the Pope had removed him and two other elderly cardinals from this insiders group. 
And just after we put the podcast out yesterday, Theresa May was given the confidence of her party to continue as leader, though she won't lead them to the next election. And it's going to be still an ongoing issue for her because a third of her party didn't support her and the next election isn't until 2022. So there's a lot of water to go under the bridge between now and then. She's got to find a way to lead that party through that. She's locked in for the next year, though. Yeah, at least by the same party rules. Yeah. Yeah. Unless she steps down, of course. So who knows? Yeah, that's right. We can't predict anything. We're not in the business of predicting anything here. Who would know? We would be here forever and I'd be happy to have the conversation, but I'm sure people have other things to do this morning. Yeah, they do. (laughs) Cyclone Owen's been dubbed the zombie cyclone. It's set to hit FNQ today, far north Queensland. It is. It's building to a Category 4 and as it makes its way from the Northern Territory across the Gulf of Carpentaria into far north Queensland, winds of 200 kilometres an hour have been predicted and heavy rains are also predicted across the state and some of the pitches as well. It was a bit of a wild day yesterday from Victoria. Um, They had to helicopter evacuate about 17 people from the Hume Highway. So we're not talking, you know, back roads next to rivers. We're talking about major yeah. infrastructure. Uh, their cars uh, got caught in flash flooding yesterday between Aubrey and Wang, which is Wangaratta, which is where I'm sort of from back in the day. Wang is the locals call. Good old Wang, yeah, that's right. Uh, and across in Perth today, Kate, you'll be interested. I know you're getting right into the cricket this year, but yeah, 38 degree day for the first day degrees. of their test. It's going to be a scorcher. Yeah, against India, hat and sunscreen, please, everyone. Yeah, slip, slop, slap. (laughs) Uh, It's time to start looking back on the year that was. Let's start with the world's most Googled terms. It's not idiot, as um, has been getting quite a bit of attention in recent days, and you can jump into the email and work out why that's a thing. But, yes. What uh, a tease. I know, I know. Um, Soccer World Cup. That was really the big search term yeah. for the year. Everyone was getting into that. Uh, and then Meghan really, Markle. Meghan Markle, she was the most Googled person. Uh, and then really it's um, a lot of um, really dead celebrities, I have to say. Yeah, it's sort of our morbid fascination with these events. Yeah. Royal Wedding, Hurricane Florence was big. So, yeah, it's interesting to go through that list and have a look at what people are Googling. The Australian National Dictionary Centre has named their word of the year. It's kind of two words. Maybe it should be yeah, phrase of the year. Phrase of the year. <laughs> Canberra bubble. It's not a word that Scott Morrison um, or a phrase that Scott Morrison uh, created. That's been in apparently the lexicon for some years, but he certainly made it his own this year. Very quickly, Friday Lights. I really like the ABC's How Things Have Changed webpage. Yeah, it's really fun. So get in and have a look at that. Basically what it does is it takes stats from 1981, it compares them to census data uh, from 2016, and then it sort of draws it out to say, okay, so you're a 40-year-old now. What would your life been have been like in 1981? It's really good and fun. And then you say, oh, how things have changed. Oh, how things have changed. <laughs> it's amazing. There's a gift guide as well. People can have a look at that. And let's jump to India's richest man who spent $100 million on his daughter's wedding. It's like I've been quite distracted by this this week because, you know, there's Beyonce performing, there's Hillary Clinton getting around with Uma Aberdeen, who I'm kind of, you know, a little bit obsessed with as well. So, yeah, it had it all. It's definitely worth a look. Yeah, amazing. Subject line, is it a Beyonce song? 
No, it's Kim Khan's Betty Davis Eyes, which was huge in 1981 when the ABC did their their survey. So I've taken a line from that, which is her hands are never cold, which apparently is quite a, you know, attractive feature for a woman. Really? Hmm, Well, that's what the song says anyway. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great tune. Yeah. Uh, we, as we have said, are moving our email platform next week. In order for us to not hit your spam filter, save hello at today you to your contacts. So that's hello at today you We'll remind you again next, next week. Have a great weekend and we'll chat to you on Monday. The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesqueeze.com.au. Quick message now from our podcast partner, BHP. Across the next couple of weeks, we'll be talking to Squizzers about BHP and the work they're doing to provide the materials that we need to transition to a low emission economy for the energy transition. At the start of the podcast, you heard how copper is used to make electric vehicles, wind turbines and solar panels. So when it comes to producing it, reducing emissions is a priority. And that's why BHP is making solar, wind and battery deals to help power their South Australian Olympic Dam copper mine. It's happening now at BHP.